0: Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. I have been to the movies I've seen how it is. And the are... That song is describing a scene at the movies, right? In a sense, we're all here in this movie of life. And We have experiences where we might be picked on, where we might be ignored, where we get our idea of our worth from a source that is outside of us, that is not truth. And I'm pretty sure that all of us somewhere along the line have had that experience, some more than others. We are (laughs) most powerful. (laughs) We are in a position where as a conscious community, we get to create consciously the life that we want. There is nothing that has reality to it, unless we give it to them. The Course in Miracles, um, some of you study it, I know, and some of you have heard of it and haven't studied it, and some of it you have bought the book, like me, and it's <laughs> on your shelf, and, and if you are dedicated, you can make your way through that book, but it isn't, it isn't an easy read. It's a powerful read, but not an easy read. This is the same, but it's an easy read. And Pam Grout, who some of you have read E Squared, which was one of her very popular books, but this she has such a fun way of of talking about things. And so you'll enjoy the read. I really encourage you to check this out. Also, the first and third Wednesday of the month, Sylvia uh, leads A Course in Miracles group. And she, has, she is stepping into her ministry more and really organizing that. So it isn't just everybody comes and sits in a circle and says, well, what do you think? You know, she's actually guiding it. So um, those are a couple of ways for you to get involved in that particular transformational program if you're interested in it. The first two lessons in the course are, there is nothing that means anything. Everything that I see doesn't mean anything. So you could try that out right now. Just look around and let your eyes cast on different things and say, that means nothing. That means nothing. Just just try that and see, see what you feel in your body as you look at things and say they don't mean anything. Mm -hmm. Try this when you go home, walk through your home and see all these things that you have spent money on and say, it doesn't mean anything. And just notice, what does that make you feel? (coughs) And the second lesson in the course is the meaning that I assign is all there is. So we all pretend that everything means something, but we are creators and we are creating that meaning. So right now, We have an opportunity in our world. There is this event coming down the pike called coronavirus. (laughs) Here it comes, right? You've probably heard of it, unless you never ever do anything near the television or Facebook or anything else. But most of us have at least heard of it. And it's like the second coming of the bubonic plague (laughs) is how it's being presented, right? And there's been one case in Oregon so far. So the opportunity exists to sit in front of the television and watch that and get scared and create a reality and then let everything else be organized according to that. I've already heard in the last 24 hours from two different people in this community. One said, well, we should stop holding hands at the end. And somebody else said, her girlfriend had said, no more hugging, you need to just rub elbows. She did not take that advice, but... uh, it's still that is the consciousness that is going to be growing. And when we listen to that and allow that to be our God and organize all of our behavior based on that, we are giving away our powers, creators. Now, I'm not saying totally ignore it. Because there is this thing called collective consciousness. So the likelihood that collective consciousness will create an epidemic is fairly good. That will probably happen. But we don't have to play that game just because everybody else is playing it. That's a choice that we get to make. And we have no control over whether coronavirus becomes an epidemic or not. What are you going to do about that? We have no personal control over it. What we have control over is specific things that we do with our bodies. Like, how's your immune system? Do you do do things to take care of your immune system? We can come for the healing events and boost our experience there. We can take vitamins, we can eat decent food. We can actually get off the couch and go for a walk. There's all kinds of things that we can do. There's an essential oil called thieves. We could use that. It's called thieves because the thieves during the bubonic plague rubbed themselves with these oils so that they could go to the corpses and rob them. <laughs> and they did that without getting sick, even in the bubonic plague. So you might want to use thieves, essential oil. That, those are things in our control. But then, having done that, let's forget about that. Don't put our consciousness there. Because what we put our f- consciousness on is what grows. Another word for that is it's what appreciates. The word appreciate, if you think about it in the finance world, if you put your money into a fund, you hope that it will appreciate. It will grow, right? That means it will increase in value. So when you use the power of appreciation, you are increasing the value of something. So we want to use that power to appreciate the things that we want to grow. So we come here in community and we show appreciation to one another. The act of coming here is an act of appreciation. The opposite of appreciation is either contempt and disdain or it's also worry. So if we want to be actively giving love and appreciation, we create a vortex. What if, what if we could be an antidote to the coronavirus? What if that's possible? What if that energy, like Sean was talking about putting rainbows over Costco and everybody starts feeling happy? Crazy idea, right? And apparently it worked. Mita talks about how she's focusing on, oh my gosh, I've only got $50 and it seems like it's shrinking. And then she turns and she changes her focus and she focuses on being part of the flow. And the next thing you know, she, every time I talk to her, she's got another escrow coming in. It's, it's just can't be. That simple, just changing our focus (coughs) and putting appreciation where we want it to be. Here we are in the season of nonviolence. It's violent. We are putting violent energy into the world when we worry. We are contracting. When we put an energy of appreciation, we're expanding. And we all have the power to do that. We have the power to do that with our bodies. We can look in the mirror and say, I love you, to ourselves. We can start the parade. Remember, follow the leader as kids? Everybody coming behind us is doing what the leader is doing. In our lives, we are the leader. So if we are loving ourselves, That's the best way to get everybody that we come in contact to love us too. And if we want a world where love and appreciation flourish, then we wanna do that, we wanna lead that parade. We as a community have a mission to embody love. So it's important to do that and appreciation is a specific tool focusing and appreciating one another. Being mindful of where we put that appreciation. We can do that. It takes dedication. It takes thinking about where do we want to put our energy. But we have the ability to do that. I would like to invite you right now to just turn to somebody that's near you and tell them three things you can think of right off the top of your head that you appreciate about life. Don't leave Jade out. (laughs) Okay, so just take your energy temperature right now. How do you feel after sharing appreciation? So good. Yeah, isn't that great? All right. Let's go out and do that more. Okay. Gratitude is, is similar to appreciation. Appreciation is just a, oh, I love this, I love this, I love this. It's so wonderful. Gratitude is specifically about I'm receiving this and I'm so grateful for it. And it's a wonderful hack. It takes you out of worry and into, just use the power of faith and imagination to say, what if What if it went really well? What if putting rainbows over the door at Costco actually worked and people were happier? What if? And then, And then you start getting grateful before you even walk in the door, like I'm so happy and grateful that the simple Imagining of rainbows over the doors at Costco is enough to make this experience smooth and wonderful and happy for me. You, you go into gratitude first and then the experience follows from that because remember in the quantum world we have this wave of energy. Nothing is predetermined. It's all possibilities. And as soon as we focus on something, boom, now it has manifested in form. So we're focusing on coronavirus, amen. If we're focusing on gratitude for this amazing life we're creating in some specific way, amen. amen. We are the creators. That's the third principle of unity. It's our consciousness that creates this life. When Laura goes to Spain next weekend, she was telling me she has to get up really early on the day that we spring forward, so even earlier. (laughs) And she can focus on, oh no, I'm gonna be so tired, That's gonna be so hard. What if I don't hear my alarm and I, I oversleep and I miss the plane and, I mean, but why? Why would you do that? Stay, stay, stay. Yeah. Instead, you just say, "Oh my gosh, this is going to be such a life-changing adventure," and you start imagining how wonderful it will be and you feed yourself with that kind of nourishment and you go into gratitude for how great it will be and we, we see her standing up here when she gets back celebrating this amazing trip. And that's just one example. We do that for everything in our lives and we create the lives we want. So this week, let's focus on appreciating everything and being grateful for everything in advance. And let's, let's measure what our life looks like after a week of doing that. Just like when you shared your appreciation, up goes the energy. Let's see if we can do that all week. It'll be worth it. Let it grow, let it grow. Let it blossom, let it flow.